This is the We Spin Recipes podcast with Andrew Apanov. Hello everyone, Andrew Apanov here with a new edition of the We Spin Recipes podcast. I am very excited to welcome to today's show Dave Kusak himself. So finally I had a chance to pick the brain of the founder of Berkeley Online, the author of numerous amazing music business books and now the founder of uh, the new artist model online school. We actually are talking quite a lot about that very program on this show, but mainly here you are going to hear a lot of questions you should be asking yourself, if not regularly, then at the very least at the beginning of your career. So I do hope that you will find it inspiring. Dave will also share various tips from how to build the right team and band, uh, to how to find what you are good at, what to focus on at early stages of your music career and much more. At this stage I also want to answer a question some of you already familiar with new artist model may be asking. At first sight, it's a membership platform dedicated to music, uh, business and marketing, so the model kind of reminds what we have at wispin.co. This is what I thought at first too, and I believe we started our programs with Dave approximately around the same time effect. But as I soon found out, there is no competition here really. We are on the same mission, but the programs can only be complementary. New Artist Model is like an MBA program, and you can't even enroll into it whenever you want. New enrollments happen a few times per year, and you can enroll now for, so by December 8th, 2016, if you're listening to the show soon after its release. And we've got a number of artists within Wispin who have been a part of the new artist model. Uh, so Wispin.co has a bit more narrow focus and it's mainly growing your brand and audience online. If you still have any uh, questions about this distinction or want to learn more about either of the programs, please let me know. You can email me at andrew at wispin.co at any time. And if you do listen to the show soon after its release, be sure to sign up for the free event Dave is hosting as a part of his Ticket to Music Success series. It will be live masterclass, you will also be able to watch its replay if you sign up at the link in the show notes at wispin.co slash wsr81. So once again, that's the link where you can uh, find URLs to new artist model, to the free masterclass and uh, other projects Dave has been working on. Check it out and please welcome Dave Kosek on the Wisping Recipes podcast. Dave, uh, hello and welcome to Wisping Recipes. I'm super excited to have you as a guest. Um, how, how are you doing? Doing very, very well, Andrew. Thank you for having me and hello everybody out there. There is a, a great amount of educational projects you've been working on, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to exploring these things with you on this conversation. I'm particularly excited about that because uh, I've been following your work for many years, and and uh, I mean the uh, kind of contribution con- contribution you've made not just to the music business and marketing, but to this music marketing and business education space is just enormous. And um, yeah, so most of our listeners, I'm pretty sure, have at least heard your name. But in any case, do you mind doing a little bit of uh, 
backgrounds, like a quick uh, version, a short story of how uh, of what you've been doing uh, in the music business over the last decades? <laughs> sure. Well, I'm Dave Kusek, and my main business right now is called the New Artist Model, and it's an online training program to help musicians pursue a career depending on how they define it. People, I've worked now with thousands of musicians all over the world, and you know, people's definition of success is quite broad. So we try and work with people wherever they are and help them move forward. My background is I started Berkeley Online and built a very, very robust and successful online music school for Berkeley College of Music for many years. I really enjoyed it. It's a great place, and I met so many great people there. Prior to that, I co-authored a book called The Future of Music with uh, my friend Gerd Leonard that was uh, very, very popular in uh, 95, 96 when that book came out. Prior to that, I had a one of the very first music software companies called Passport, and we made MIDI sequencers, music notation transcription software, some very early audio editing and sound design software. So I've been involved in music and technology pretty much my whole life. And more recently, I've been trying to help musicians deal with the harsh realities of the music industry that we have today. And so that's really what I'm focused on. How can I help people pursue their dream in a way that, you know, hopefully will work for them at one level or another? Knowing the the specifics of the industry and how uh, tough it can be, I'm, I'm just thinking of how to formulate it properly to to not sound offensive to, to musicians. It's, at times it can be tough to work with musicians and it's it can be challenging and uh, it's definitely interesting and exciting. But looking into the types of projects you've worked with in the past, do you just, you, after all these things you've done, you still keep helping musicians. So is it like, how do you feel about the the process itself? I'm just asking personally as I'm doing a somewhat similar thing. I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on how you feel about uh, contributing to the to the music space? Do you just enjoy talking to musicians, like on a just maybe personal level? Yeah, no, it's a, it's an excellent question. You know, I spent 14 years at Berklee College of Music through the you know massive transformation in the music industry that we've seen with the bottom falling out of the recording business and the revenue stream shifting and kind of the power shifting from the labels to the consumers, customers, fans, basically. I lived through that at Berkeley. And, you know, I used to wake up in the morning and be absolutely overjoyed that people wanted to pursue a career in music. But at the same time, I would look at that and go, you got to be crazy. You know, why would you want to do that, given everything that's going on, especially, you know, in the last 10 years or so? And the overwhelming pull to be a musician, to express yourself as an artist, seems to transcend any kind of economic circumstance or technological circumstance. People want to make music. And so, you know, I've seen that business change quite a bit. In some ways, it's it's extraordinarily better. In some ways, it's extraordinarily horrible. Yet the desire to be a musician and to make that a career 
is so strong in people that, you know, I thought, okay, keep going. Let's see if we can figure out what this new model is all about, which is, you know, what you're working on, what I'm working on, many others. How do we help people pursue their dream? It's there. The fire is lit in people. So, you know, I kind of feel responsible perhaps to help as many people as, as I can live the dream that they want to live and also to share that, share what's working with others. I mean, the community yeah. aspect that we have today, right, with, you know, our online communities and our ability to communicate is extraordinary. And what I've seen is people doing different things around the world. And I'm sure you see this and many people in the audience, you guys are trying all kinds of stuff to the extent that it's working and you can share that with others is very beneficial, you know, because we need a healthy music industry in one form or another moving forward for us all to enjoy it. Otherwise, you know, I fear for the, the health of the industry. So I'd like to help support people that are still wanting to participate. Awesome. And that's that's awesome because yeah so tech companies in particular gets criticized quite a lot for not supporting the indie sector just the the musicians and so overall i mean there are relatively not too many bodies just supporting musicians who are just trying to get better at what they do and achieve some kinds of success which as you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation can mean different things to different people and artists and it's a bit different from other industries where they've got uh, investments and different kind of incubators uh, th there are some things happening in the music space right now in that direction which is awesome but we definitely need to to have uh, places where musicians can find some support and going back to the the topic of new artist model and the kind of support you you've been providing there so you you're not just focusing on on the music business side of things do you so it's uh it's you, you're looking into the fields like songwriting and music production as well yeah we started with business because that seems to be the hardest problem uh so business and marketing organizing yourself you know i to a certain degree people who enroll in my membership programs enter an incubator of sorts. We don't provide funding, but we provide education and support and a network to help you pursue your, your goal. But we've also found that people need help in marketing and managing their social media. We've done some production and licensing workshops and clinics and, and have partnered with a few folks on creating some products and training to help people license their music and to both produced from a artistic and creative side, but also from the business side. How do you get those gigs? I'm working on a music theory course that we'll, we'll mm -hmm. launch uh, later this year, which is uh, another area that we found people are struggling with. So we've come up with a very creative approach to learning music theory quickly and easily. It's all the things that people need in their toolbox. You know, you got to be able to write a great song. You have to be able to play your ass off. If you're going to have any chance at all, no one really wants to hear this, but you've got to be unbelievably great to have any chance at all of having any sort of career in music today. That is first and foremost. So anything that we can do to help people with their writing, their production, their understanding of the language of music, the business, how to get organized, create a plan for yourself, run your mu 
musician enterprise as a business. Those are all the things that you need in combination to be successful today. Yeah, hear you well on the needs uh, of developing all these areas uh, for sure. And uh, I think we may want to talk a little bit more about the marketing and business sides after all, as this is the focus of the podcast. Although we constantly remind musicians of that uh, they, they cannot afford stopping being better at uh, music creation, so you cannot get far if your music isn't great. So that's absolutely ne- uh, necessary. So do you have, what kind of um, advice do you usually get to people who just enroll into the program? Because at least speaking from my experience, people may come with some uh, some idea of uh, what the course will look like or a program or a membership platform, or they may think that they uh, need to find a way to be signed to a label, for example, while in fact they they want something completely different and you will end up teaching them something something else, uh, which uh, in fact will help them. But uh, at first, people may be coming into programs like yours with some ideas, concepts in their minds. So have you seen anything like that? And, and what do you usually start with, uh, broadly speaking? Maybe you'll come up with, maybe you'll remember some interesting or, or common cases. Sure. No, that's a good question. Fundamentally, we look at how do you create a business around yourself what are your goals what are your what are you trying to achieve what kind of a team do you have around yourself what types of resources are available to you of a variety of kinds how do you define yourself as a musician are you a performer a writer a producer are you a behind the scenes person or are you you know out front we go through a lot of work there in trying to define where you're headed and what success looks like for you, because it's quite different for for most people. It's all over the place. Some folks are happy playing weekends and making a little bit of pocket money. Some people want to play, you know, Wembley Stadium and, uh, you know, the L.A. Coliseum. And that that's what's going to make them happy And it everywhere in between. Some folks want to license music into film or TV or have a career on YouTube. Those are just some examples. And so we start with you know, what do you want to accomplish? How might you get there? And then we put help you put together a plan. We look at your your performing strategy, if any, your licensing and publishing strategy, your distribution strategy, your marketing, how you'll get the word out, how you'll handle social media, what kind of a budget could you create? Do you need crowdfunding as part of your mix? If you are And as many people are looking for a label deal or looking for a publishing deal, how do you get yourself in a position to make that happen? Because it's it's so true that the labels these days and publishers to a large degree, but certainly for labels, they're not signing anybody that doesn't already have a following, doesn't already have a revenue stream, doesn't have the ability to, you know, to book 100 gigs a year. If you're not able to do that on your own, you're never going to get signed to a label deal. 99.9% chance that you'll you'll never get signed unless you get yourself off the ground. And so, you know, most people have that ambition. I want a label deal. I want a publishing deal. Okay, so that's fine. Let's show you a path to get there. Yeah, so that's uh, the, I really like the the part where you mentioned how you look into the um, into what every artist is focusing on because sometimes I hear some critics towards a particular platform 
such as, I don't know, a SoundCloud from a musician who is uh, looking into the licensing field, even for SoundCloud may be useful for that quite a lot. But anyway, so sometimes musicians look into the platform, see that it's not for them, and just don't realize that they simply need to to build a strategy using the tools that will uh, do the right job for them specifically. So that's quite crucial to address at the very beginning. Something that I've also noticed is that many musicians have different kind of personalities when it comes down to things like communicating online and using social media and the type of content uh, they may be creating because some folks uh, prefer more kinds of uh, uh, mystery, kinds of uh, hiding behind an intriguing story rather than showing themselves via Facebook live streams, while other more kind of extra kind of artists really enjoy being out there. How do you address these kind of differences in artists, if it makes sense? Yeah, it makes, it makes perfect sense. And it's another great question. One of the things that we look at early on in the program is what are you good at and what do you like to do? What do other folks agree that you're good at? And that helps to define, you know, a set of things that perhaps you should personally focus on. And again, the answers to that question are very different for different people, but it helps you begin to look at where should you spend your energy and what other platform or service or team members might you bring into the fold to round out the set of things that needs to be done for you to pursue your goal. So if you're going to be a DJ and perform, your team and your activities are going to be very different if you're going to be a songwriter and try and license your music to you know, film or television or to other artists to record your, your team and your activities for those two definitions of what is a musician are very, very different. So we look at what are you good at? Because it's, it's very important that you focus on things that you're good at and that you like to do and perhaps find others or a, a different solution to do the things that you're, that you hate to do, but still need to be done. So I don't believe that there's a cookie cutter approach. I mean, there are people out there selling, you know, music business blueprint. I don't think that it's a one size fits all solution at all. I think it's very much a custom, you know, you're creating a company, a business enterprise around yourself, around your talent, around your ambition. And the definition of those enterprises uh you know, are as different as the musicians themselves. So we look at it very much as a, you know, you're creating a startup, like a startup company. You need to understand your market. You need to understand your strengths and your weaknesses. You need to figure out how you're going to attract both an audience and team members to buy into your vision, whatever it is. And you're effectively creating a musician's business plan, which is a big part of our program around your dream and very much like an entrepreneur creates a business plan and then goes out and you know tries to find customers and test market their product and perhaps find some investors. It's the same process for musicians, and that's what we do. A few more thoughts on or comments on team building in particular. It's it's something that I've like I've seen a lot of musicians have been struggling with lately, 
it's not just uh, finding the right people as I see it, but it's actually selling yourself to these people in, in a way that uh, you interest uh, uh, professionals who may help you and uh, you, you want to make them help support you even if you are not yet at the stage where you can bring them lots of money. And this has been the biggest issue for many because you cannot get a booking agent if you don't uh, get a lot of bookings yourself just yet. Although there may be some alternative ways to work with an agent potentially if you find that creative way. So how, how to approach the team building aspect? And maybe you can mention a few specific roles that you recommend musicians to like consider filling especially in the case when income streams are just being established? Sure. You know, I think that fans don't form around just anything. They form around something that's really great, really fantastic. Fans of anything. And I think a, a team forms in a very similar way. That it's, I've seen so many musicians who are fortunate enough to have access to cash just blow the money paying people to do things that don't matter or aren't effective or aren't aligned with their mission and their vision. And it, you know, it's, it's a sad thing. It, it's just a waste of, of everything. So I think it's back to your ability to excite and motivate people, both your fan base and your potential team members with your, your passion and your vision and your music, your energy, your drive, your ability to communicate what you want to do and get people excited about it. That's uh that's a lot of it. Because if you're able to do that, you know, you will attract both a fan base and you will attract people to help you. And so I think fundamentally that's the that's the magic to the whole thing. You know, it's your music has to be great and your presence and your vision and your ability to kind of lead a team has to be great for people to form around you. And if you're able to really do that, money probably is not going to be your biggest issue. You'll attract money through your gigs or people that want to want to support you and help you. You've got to be able to articulate, you know, what is in it for everybody? Where are you taking the bus? You know, where are you going with all of this? And so, you know, that's a that's a broad sweeping way of answering the question. People quite often need help on, on the business issues, but they don't necessarily have a business mind so much, a sense of you know money and contracts and management. Quite often people need help with that. Quite often people need help with the nitty gritty of marketing because it's so time consuming. As you know, social media can just suck your life away. So those are two areas where very often people need and find help early on. It may not be a formal manager, but it might be, you know, your brother or a friend or a band member that can take on some more of the business aspects to allow you to be a little bit more of the creative person or, you know, similarly on the marketing side. It's time management is everyone's biggest issue. I mean, I had a master class yesterday and that was you know, the main issue that everyone had is how do I manage my time? How do I get everything done? I feel like I'm doing a million things and I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So that. That's super important. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. And uh, this is something that a lot of creatives uh, struggle with, but everyone can uh, find uh, a way and build a system that will work for them specifically to get more done without a doubt. Like there is no excuse not to build a proper workflow and system and be more mindful about how you spend your time. Artists don't have a choice. Uh, They have to be good at these things. And I mean, even if someone doesn't enjoy or doesn't know much about the business side, I guess you'll agree that it's important to understand how things work before you bring someone in to, to be able to evaluate their work. So it's good to know it little, at least a little bit about uh, different, all, probably all aspects of the music industry, everything that is somehow related to the future success of of your career so you need to know how to book gigs how to get press how to do social media and and other things are there particular things that you think that musicians should continue doing no matter what themselves or be particularly involved in some areas even if they succeed at building a team around them well i think it's important to understand the way the business works and the way it's structured and copyright and distribution and kind of the flow of money and what is a reasonable deal and kind of business 101. I think that's very important. But here's a, here's a specific suggestion for people. You know, if you're out there and you're trying to form a band these days, think about not just the instruments that you need in your ensemble, but the skill set that you need in your ensemble. You know, if you're going to hire a bass player and you have a choice of three, <laughs> uh, hire the bass player that can help you with the, the business side of things or the marketing side of things. Somebody who's willing to take some of the responsibilities on their shoulder. That's a band of 2016, 2017, 2018. I meet so many artists that, you know, they've got a band. It's two people, it's six people. And I ask them, are you doing everything yourself or, you know, are you splitting up the duties among the band? And nine times out of 10, the answer is no, I'm doing everything myself. These guys won't do anything. Exactly. You have the wrong band at that. You have the wrong band. There are plenty of people who can play instruments, find the talented ones who are willing to do the work that it takes to break a band or to market and promote a band. That's part of your your sales process, when you're attracting people, attract the right people. If you're going to split, you know, if you're if you're a normal band, let's say you're a four piece band, you're going to split whatever money you can make four ways. Make sure that all four of you are working in every aspect, you know, of the business and the writing and the gigging. Otherwise, find other people to be in your band. Yeah, that's a solid advice. I mean, it's kind of tough, especially for some bands listening to us right now and someone realizing that uh, the bandmates are not helping with uh, business and marketing stuff much, but it's absolutely crucial. I've seen bands uh, just breaking up because of that, essentially. So it's it's really good advice here. I would like to get some uh, more insights on, on that part from you. If you don't mind, we'll switch gears a little bit. It since you uh you um working on the uh yeah so you you're launching some new products both uh, like free and uh, there is there will be new enrollment into into the program which we'll talk about in a second i wanted to ask you if you've got any particular predictions 
for the new year. It's kind of a banal question, but uh, especially considering uh, the type of work you've written in the past, I'm so curious to, and apparently my cat is also super curious as well. Um, uh, it's just, I mean, he's, he's really, he really family he, there. He wants to participate, and my my cats love uh, podcasts when I'm recording something. They always want to be in. So yeah, I mean, do you ha- have you seen a particular trends in the music business and the music marketing that uh, you want to talk about in the upcoming courses and resources that you're going to release? And uh, maybe you can reveal some of the interesting things to us. It just, I mean, it makes sense because it's the end of the year, so maybe you you can predict something for 2017 in any area of music industry. Well, I think that there are lots of nice, shiny objects out there that attract attention. Unfortunately, generally speaking, when something is really new, it's big distraction for a lot of people. So I'm going to answer your question in a way that you probably don't want me to do, but... It's not about jumping on the latest social platform. It's not about augmented reality in 2017. I'm sorry. You know, if you've got a big (laughs) war chest of money and you want to play around in that space, go ahead. But if you want to earn a living as a musician, it's about touring and it's about merchandise and it's about monetizing your copyrights. It's about YouTube. It's about SoundCloud. You focus on things that are established and make them work for you. If you chase that shiny object, very, very likely it's not going to help you move forward. So I prefer to let things age a little bit and prove themselves that they're going to be useful to me. I mean, for example, Facebook been around for quite a while. Facebook is a very useful tool for a lot of people to to attract an audience and communicate with them. So is Twitter. So is Instagram. So is SoundCloud. So to just go chase, you know, the latest thing, I don't think it serves you well. Instead, get really good at turning on revenue. Find one revenue stream that'll work for you and do it again and then do it again. Get better at it and then add a little bit of support around it and get that second revenue stream going. You'll feel better. You'll go further in your career. You'll have more opportunity. You'll get something started that will work for you. It's it's all about hard work and it's all about finding a way to make money in this very difficult business. And it's not about chasing the new shiny thing. It just isn't. I love that. I just, I mean, it's, it's brilliant advice. And I, I agree. Just before our call, it's completely like a coincidence. I was reading an article on Buffer about some trends regarding social media specifically for the new year. And it's basically like Facebook is not dead. Everyone still uses Facebook and it's a great platform. No one replies to, uh, to pro- provides proper customer support, speaking about companies on social media. So it's still great to do that. I mean, you, you can do th- things that we knew about five, 10 years ago, because it's still, it still works. Video still works. I mean, pretty much like just emphasize what you've already been doing and uh, uh, the platforms that have been working for you instead of just chasing the shiny new, new platforms. And uh, you, you were talking about something even more global. And I really appreciate that because at the end of the day, musicians need to find sustainable ways to support 
their careers. And um, it's just, it's great. Can we get back to your products now? And can you reveal a little bit more on what to expect at the end of this year, considering that this podcast is being released sometime at, um, yeah, at the end of November? Sure. We're opening up enrollment for the new artist model program right at the very beginning of December. We close that enrollment, I believe, on the 8th of December. I found that it's it's much better to have a window where people can sign up and can begin the journey together as a group than it is, you know, just to kind of leave it open at all times. So this is the last time this year that we're going to have enrollment open I'm not exactly sure when we'll open it again, because I do have a couple of other projects that we're going to launch at the beginning of of the year. So this really is a chance for people to get in. I have three different levels. My essential program is the the core training that we have. It's a self-paced program that you you can pay monthly or you could you could save a little bit of money and pay up front. The next level is my master training, which includes everything in the essential program, plus a monthly masterclass with me in a group setting. Once a month, we get on a, a hangout and we we dive into a subject. Might be social media, might be your website, might be publishing or licensing, might be uh, how to attract the attention of a label. Whatever the subject is, we we move around uh, based on what people are interested in, and that's the master program. So you get my core training plus twelve masterclasses with me, where you can. I mean, we're on there live. You ask me anything you want. We'll work through your problems. We just did one last night. It was, it was fantastic. And then I have an elite program that is really for just a handful of people that want personal one-on-one support where I'll work with you and whatever your issues are. So you get everything in the master program plus some personal training from me. That's the program that's opening up now. You can pay monthly or you can pay upfront, save a little bit of money. And it's, It's designed, there are 12 modules. It's designed to be a year-long program. Some people go through it much more quickly than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people, you know, it takes even longer. But I think if you you make a commitment to really focus on your career for a year and build your audience, build your platform, figure out your revenue streams, build a network that can support you, if you really commit and do that for a year, at the end of that year, you're going to be so much better off than, yeah. than you are right now. And that, that's what we're releasing uh, at the end of November. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's super important to understand that it takes time to, to achieve results and it's, it doesn't happen overnight in any aspect of uh, building a successful music brand and uh, that it takes time to figure out and uh, it requires some experimentation in the education. So that's great and it's really helpful for anyone who's listening to us on, on the goal. You may want to say out loud the URL for the project where or where what's the best way to get started with your programs? Sure. It's newartistmodel.com. And the memberships are at newartistmodel.com slash memberships. But if you go to the main site, newartistmodel.com, you'll see what we have. It's just pretty easy to navigate. And come on in. The, you know, the more the merrier in a way, but be prepared to work because <laughs> it's, it's a commitment to your career and to your future. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's good. 
Excellent. We also link into everything in the show notes as usual. And uh, I really appreciate everything that you've shared. Uh, I hope that we'll get a chance to speak to you again on the show, maybe in a year or so, uh, about some new projects and maybe dive into in particular topic in a bit more detail. So thank you so much for everything you've shared, Dave. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, diving into some of the stuff that you are going <laughs> to to present soon. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, Andrew. And you know, you're, everything that you you do to build your audience is is really great. And I really appreciate you know being able to come on the show and and talk to you. So thank you. Thank you, Dave, and thank you, the listener, for making it that far. If you want to learn more and sign up for the free masterclass, New Artist Model, uh, then just go to the show notes at wispin.co slash WSR81. You will find the links at the bottom of the page. Uh, I hope that the enrollment is still on when you are listening to the show. If not, you can just uh, grab a free ebook from uh, Dave's website and uh, just uh, appear on his list and uh, be aware when the new enrollment is announced. So I hope you found it useful. If you have any feedback, comments, please leave them on SoundCloud or iTunes. It will be hugely appreciated. Uh, yeah, so thank you a lot for listening and... Um, Till next time, uh, just one little note and thing. If you have any kinds of requests in terms of who uh, you would like us to feature on the show, just let me know, andrew at wispin.co. Just drop me an email or you can do so uh, on Twitter as well. So at metaandrew, you can just hit me up. And uh, if you've got someone in mind who you'd like to hear on this podcast, let me know. Thank you one more time. Till next time. You have been listening to the We Spin Recipes podcast. Learn how we can help you improve your music career at wespin12.com. We Spin12.